0: Welcome to Medcam TV. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Damon Booth, who is here from Melibis with some great news, and I'm looking forward to finding out much, much more about cannabis. Damon, thank you so much for joining us yeah, today. thanks for me, Trudy. What a great topic. What a great thing to be investigating and looking into today, and we're gonna have a real good, thorough uh, discussion about this, but first of all, of course, I wanna just discuss cannabis as a plant. Yep because it's a super plant, it's an, an astonishing plant, but for most people, it's, it's one of those kind of slight topics that people don't wanna talk about. Yep. It doesn't have a great reputation, but from what I understand, cannabis not only gives us CBD, which we're gonna talk about in a minute, but also uh, environmentally friendly fuel textiles and so much more yep. so tell me tell me about cannabis and about this plant
1: yeah I mean the, the stigma sort of rose in the 60s um, with the us's war on drugs and that's really what it was um, it was been it's been used for thousands of years in medicines it's been used in fact for thousands of years in textiles if you go over to India Nepal places like that still m- predominantly make clothes with with hemp fiber um, so what, what's incredible is that it was stigmatized so fast it went through the sort of the, the hippie. Uh, 60s phase and then into the more conservative 70s and then the real war on drugs kicked in in the US. Um, That effectively just gave cannabis its bad reputation, they still got to this day. But now what's really interesting is it's the US that's actually pushing uh, legislation harder than any other country. So they kind of ruined it all in the first place and brought it back to life. So now most states are going down the legislative route. even conservative states like Texas are, are legalizing right now. So if you if you if you look at it for, federally, it's still illegal. Uh, but state by state, it's it's been a domino effect. It's actually going legal.
0: Well, let's just be very clear about this because there are uh, there are aspects of uh, cannabis which are uh, which is a drug, which yeah. is yeah, is is you know smoked or enjoyed by you know I'm pretty sure yeah. <laughs> millions of people. But we're not talking about that, and we're not talking about that part of the plant no, when no. we talk about uh cannabis being legalized and and so on so what part are we talking about to be very clear in
1: in the us it is that part of the plant uh you have several compounds or several hundred compounds in a cannabis plant but the most popular ones would be thc and cbd and cbg uh, for for example Uh, we we are a cbd company Um, THC is the part of the plant that is psychoactive that would be what gets you high if you smoke it or ingest it. Um, CBD is what we predominantly work with um, and that is non-psychoactive so that has more medicinal benefits. THC also has some medicinal benefits but it does come with that psychoactive element um, and that. Is also being legalised though, I mean, in state by state, California now you can, if you're over 21, you can go buy it in a shop, um, Canada's completely legal, um, uh, not just just nationwide, yeah. uh, you have now in Holland, obviously people in, in Europe might be aware of Holland uh, and their situation, Holland is legal to buy it from the coffee shop, but it's actually illegal for the coffee shop um, owners to buy it from the growers. It's it's called the backdoor policy which just doesn't make much sense but they kind of turn a blind eye to what's going on. That's also changing now so they're going down an actual uh, legislative uh, legislative route with the government directly so that they can buy from the government the the produce. Spain's going down that route, Portugal's decriminalising already. Uh, The UN just yesterday uh, announced that they're going to deschedule cannabis from the Schedule 1 narcotics bill so they had it up there with heroin and cocaine. Which is crazy, and now they've 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 taken that that away, which is a big big step for, for sort of global legislation.
0: Which is great news again, and, and yeah. of course that kind of puts it into perspective when we're talking about uh, a cannabis plant, because uh, as you mentioned, there are hundreds of different components. Yeah. So let's get to the one that is most relevant to yourself, which is the CBD. Yeah. Explain to me what that is and and what it's used for.
1: Yeah, uh, CBD is cannabidiol. Um, it's as I said, probably the second most popular component of the plant. Uh, it's one of the least understood ones as well, because uh, people assume that it does have a psychoactive effect in it and, and it doesn't. Um, it's used as a food supplement, it's used in cosmetics, uh, it's very good for an anti inflammatory. Um, it's it's um, currently used as oils in tinctures, uh, in edibles, you can smoke it in a vape. Um, it has calming effects, it, ha- it can, you can never say cure because there's only a few. Um, specific ailments that CBD has been declared to cure and, 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 and okay. aid. So, if I say it cures anxiety, it doesn't, you know, I can't, I can't say that. But it, I, we know that it has assisted people w- with their anxiety and their stress, for example, their sleep patterns. I specifically take it for for, for sleep, and I've, I've noticed that I track my sleep and I get an extra hour a night since I've been taking it. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. That's what I take it for. There, there is a few specific ailments. Uh, for instance, you have Epidolex, which is a CBD based medicine for children with uh, very acute epilepsy yeah. and, and it works. I mean this is the NHS prescribing this now um, and, and, and the US FDA have, have re- regulated it so it's a real medicine made with CBD that's that's being used on real patients for real um, real illnesses. Now the, the only issue with what you know, we kind of know what it does do uh, but there isn't been enough data driven into it to you know, for, for big pharma to take on, uh, that this is a natural medicine. And you kind of for, for once have to feel for big pharma because they spend billions of dollars on getting a medicine to market. Mm-hmm. And, and then a CBD company like us can just pop up and say, well, you know, this does help this, this and this. And we know it does, but we haven't spent that that research. And that's where the, the sort of crash comes in a little bit, I think.
0: But wait, you going back to something you said right at the very beginning, it's not new it's been around for thousands of years so whilst you say yes you haven't gone through the whole processes that pharmaceuticals have to go through to take a a drug to market which rightly so i mean right now we're looking at the vaccines for for, for covid i mean they're very current at the moment because a lot of people are nervous because what might normally take a decade or more to take to market now we're talking about something that's been approved in less than a year But with CPD and also the other aspects of the cannabis plant, we're talking about, as you said, something that's been around, tried and tested yeah. for thousands of years. Yeah. So you'd you'd expect you know that uh, to be more respected. And of course, that's an issue because legislation. You talked about what's happening in Canada and what's happening in the U.S. and the U.S. being particularly uh, over the over the past decades, um, v- particularly. Um, uh, Averse I mean, they're, they're a conservative to, uh, country.
1: Yeah. Pe- people, you know, it's the land of opportunity, but said that it is based on conservative values. They're a conservative country. So um, in, the, in the 60s and 70s, it was c- predominantly conservative led. Then when we went into the 70s, 80s, and even now it's, it's more you know, democratic and, and liberal. Um, but even the conservative government, the Republican side, they were still voting in, in favour of legislation. So I think they're realising that the war on drugs hasn't worked; it never will. Prohibition never worked in the in the 20s with alcohol, and it certainly isn't working with anything else, uh, any kind of drug whatsoever. I understand the A-class situation, and you know you've got to control that. But even that's not working. Uh, so it's it's people will always try and take stuff if they want to take mm-hmm. it. It doesn't. You know, the government's not going to stop that from happening. So legislation, taxing. Um, quality control standards, that kind of thing, is, 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 is the way forward, and, and the US is driving that. Uh, well,
0: and then let's also be, uh, you know, be very blunt and honest about this: that that there are uh, people who partake of, of cannabis as a, a recreational yep. drug who do find themselves in issues. Absolutely, uh, yep. But that's, I mean, that's not what we're talking about today, but there no, is plenty it, it, of help it, it, it is, it's for there. people in Yeah, for situation. sure. I mean,
1: but I, I always, you, you've got to liken it to alcohol in my opinion. You can't liken it to heroin and cocaine because mm-hmm. it's, n- it's not on that level. I would say it's more like alcohol, uh, but no one ever really, you know, there's no domestic violence on 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 weed. There's no murder. Um, you know, it's, it's very. It, you can't really link a lot of the uh, bad effects of alcohol with weed. I, I think I think it's a minuscule amount of uh, paranoia and, and schizophrenia, which is the main issues, uh, which people always bring up. Oh, you know, mm. people get paranoid and schizophrenic. Maybe they do in, in 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 small amounts. But I would suggest that more people are affected by alcohol in a negative format than 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 weed.
0: Mm. Were we're talking about CBDs and yeah. and obviously not to the that part of the plant. Explain to me what Melibus does, yep. uh, and then we'll get on to the news that we, yep. we're gonna be talking about we, in just a second.
1: We, we started off, funnily enough, um, when Maltor was going through its blockchain boom, we, we, were, we were becoming a tech company at the start. We actually built an app, an AI-driven app, um, for uh, seed-to-cell tracking use of, of the plant. The idea was that we would go to market to other companies and say you can use our application to track from you know see to sell basically because uh, that, that, that didn't really exist at the time we were also working with the um, the, the medicines authorities to uh, do a patient tracking device which we've also built uh, and that was the, originally the plan and then while it was sort of evolving i'd noticed a gap in the market with uh, cbd um, i saw that there was an opportunity for low-cost producers to bring in high quality CBD oils and, and just I mean, just using the plant in general in an external non-EU, non-US environment and bring it into the EU or, or the US or Canada mm. at a much cheaper uh, price, you know, sort of um, tackle that niche of, because of, of it's, it's very high cost to produce CBD oil, um, even just setting up an extraction facility, is millions and millions of dollars. Um, so if you can bring the actual grow cost down to a bare minimum, that for me in, it invites bigger businesses to come in so that you know we've heard that l'oréal are interested in doing a cbd range for example we we know for a fact that uh, coca-cola are looking at doing cbd uh, infused drinks but no one can handle that um, level of, of scale at that quality because yeah. when you go into the food and beverage market or the cosmetic market it has to remain the same quality throughout yeah. you can't it can't change so you need a big scale project to to handle that And we just luckily had the right contacts in a couple of countries to to sort of connect the dots, and it's took a few years to get there, but we're we're, we're finally there now.
0: That's great news. Well, I wanna come back to something you just mentioned, L'Oreal, and you mentioned previously as well, uh, that uh, CBD is used in cosmetics. Uh, and we've talked about, you know, the medicinal per, uh, the advantages of it and, and benefits of it. What, what does it do with co- cosmetics? What's the role that it plays in yeah, cosmetics? Yeah,
1: I mean, we, we, for for us, what we're seeing, obviously, again, it's it's, it's, it's a claim that's not proven, but we, we are noticing that people are using it for psoriasis, eczema, um, for acne, because uh, it's very good anti-inflammatory. Um, so even in general, just in, ingesting it is, is it can be helpful for for, for skin uh, issues. So, I mean, our body has cannabis receptors. We're we're designed as humans to take cannabis. That's that's just, that's a science fact. But um, some of the other things that, the offshoots of taking it, aren't proven yet. So I can't really make any bold claims, but what I can say is that, you know, these cosmetic ranges are kicking off and and people are buying them. And they're not buying them because it's a gimmick, you know, because it's a lot more expensive to buy CBD moisturizer for yourself than it is to go buy a Nivea one. Um, So if people are buying it, it must be working, you know.
0: This is a phenomenal plant. This is really is a super plant. Yeah, I
1: mean, we're not even talking. Uh, this is just the CBD side of things. You, you've got. I mean, we're we're going to be growing at mass scale, so we're we're getting invited already to sell fibres for textiles. For cotton, um, co- cotton's a big drainer on the environment of water. For example, people don't really think about that when they're buying clothes, but your, your t-shirt costs X amount of litres of water each time. Yeah. So hemp is around 10 to 15 times less water than cotton, and it's the exact same. You know. And
0: this is one of the things that I was surprised about when I was looking into this, is that, as you mentioned, cotton um, consumes, I think it's 15,000 times more yep. water than uh, than, than yeah, to create
1: it's, it's, hemp. Yeah, it's 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 really insane just how much water is being used on it, and we don't think about it because it's not the thing to think about right now and right now we're thinking more about co2 emissions yeah uh, We're thinking about ag- possibly going into agricultural farmings than you, you know people going vegan and, and, and vegetarian mm. diets Which is a good idea um, But no one's really thinking about the water and, and it, eventually water is going to become very scarce
0: and yet exactly that and yet The statistics are that within 50 years we as a, a human race are going to be have drained yeah. water resources yeah, exactly, and yeah. we're going to be in serious problems yeah, uh,
1: yeah. And, and fast fashion is not helping that and that's it's one of those things that i don't know it's an educational perspective no one really knows i think when mm. you start talking about well, water all right it comes out of the tap right but yeah people and don't there's oceans of lots of it lots it of comes so from somewhere think, yeah um and that's that's going to be for me the next big environmental issue um so then when we're looking at that from, from even, if, even from a CO2 perspective, cannabis actually sucks in a lot of CO2. Mm. Um, it sucks in more CO2 than, than normal trees. So even from that perspective, you, you're helping the environment. Um, we are, we're aiming to be a sustainable envi- environmentally friendly company. So.
0: OK, so we've talked about all the benefits of cannabis and CBD and so on and so forth from this amazing super plant. Um, now I obviously, again going back to uh, the, the cannabis reputation, we think of yep. people growing it in their basements with hydroponics and all sorts of things. It grows obviously in certain environments and your news is that you are now uh, have the, uh, the facility and the ability and the means to grow uh, 3,000
1: Hectares, uh, hectares yeah. of this. We, we won't do that in one go, because uh, I'd be, you know, you've got too many fault uh, potentials. So we we start smaller scale. Uh, we're looking at next year to be growing on around five hundred acres. Okay. And then scaling up year by year, up until the maximum capacity will be 3,000 hectares. So you have three... So about 10% of the size of Malta, to give you an idea.
0: That's of, incredible. Of, of scale. That's incredible. So we're talking about just over the size of Valletta? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, a bit more there, a bit more than that. Wow. Valletta and Floriana, I would say.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Uh, but this is not happening here in no, Malta. No, This is happening in... That will in cost a lot of
1: money, I think, <laughs> in, in real estate.
0: <laughs> yeah. There'll be a lot of uh, raised eyebrows yeah. as well. and uh, well, Were we talking about Uzbekistan? Azbe- yeah. Why?
1: Um, it's, it's been growing there in the wild in Uzbekistan for, again, thousands of years. Um, it's a prime climate in Central Asia. The, the Central Asian region, you have something called the Fagana Valley, which uh, spreads between uh, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan and Turkmenistan. And it's all cannabis. I mean, it's been growing in the wild. Uh, so what does for, it
0: need to grow well? Um,
1: sunlight and harsh climate as well. So you need, in these Central Asian countries, you actually have four real um, uh, seasons. So it needs a little bit of harshness, but it needs great sunlight as well. So in, in the summer period of Uzbekistan, it's, it's summer, it's hot. Um, then in the winter, it's, it's cold. Um, so if you also mix in the spring, which is a, a proper spring with rain and everything, it's, just, it's the perfect uh, climate to actually grow outdoors.
0: But growing cannabis in Uzbekistan is illegal.
1: It was up until just now. Like, uh, we, we, I mean, t- it's funny. We, we, we've actually been given the MOI to uh, to be the first company in the whole region to 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 grow uh, import and export cannabis products. Um, but the law hasn't actually changed to show that yet, but that's been drafted as we speak and should be announced in the next couple of days because they have to go via the UN guidelines, uh, they have to actually tell the UN what they're doing, they have to tell the neighbouring countries what they're doing, so it's all been done uh, properly. And then we've got the, uh, the, the first ever licence in Central Asia, and in, probably in Asia in general for commercialisation.
0: Damon, this is not small news. This is massive news. I mean, originally we we discussed this breaking news that you had uh, the the, uh, opportunity to grow 3,000 hectares of cannabis. But what you're actually talking about is you're changing policy. You're yep. changing people's minds. You're changing people uh, people's perception of this product.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was actually, it's funny, it was announced last week in um, the government Telegram channels. Uh, Telegram's more used than WhatsApp over there and it was very well received by the people There was a few funny memes but like actually in good jest um, of course and yeah the 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 police channel for example the the military channel they announced it that got like a few hundred thousand views and stuff and and predominantly all the co- um, my wife's actually Uzbek I can't read the the language but uh, she translated the comments for me and it was what she said predominantly uh positive news
0: she wasn't just saying no that no to no, make no you she she good. was actually
1: happy she, <laughs> she she saw uh she saw the the, the positive comments uh, some of the even funny jokes were still in good jest. it was all like you know nothing negative and uh yeah it was it was it's quite big news so they've they 've announced it um the law should be changed any day now, uh, so we've effectively changed the law in a in a country it took a few years to get there we had to do a lot of flights over to tashkent uh we had to meet with a lot of the committees a lot of the uh uh, ministries, there's 26 ministries, I believe, that we had to meet with. Uh, so it was a it was a lot of work uh, getting through. Everybody. So how long
0: has this taken? This process It's
1: taken two and a half years to, to, wow. to get there. Okay, yeah.
0: but yeah. but as I said, not just taking forward a, a great idea, a great concept, a great business plan, yeah. but also changing policy and changing perception. Yeah, is and, and economics
1: as well. You know, you're bringing in a new. Um, Uzbekistan is one of the a very big uh, cotton exporter. They're a very big cotton producing country. Um, so even from an environment perspective and an economic perspective, bringing in something new uh, to, to the country means more jobs, means more sustainability. Um, cotton is is becoming again another environmental issue So and people know that. Um, we also have a company in Turkey which is potentially going to be the textiles producer so we will be growing there, stripping the fibres down, bringing it over to Turkey for, for, for further refinement for, for actual textiles, making clothes and, and, and sheets etc
0: this is phenomenal um you think other people will be following your lead
1: absolutely yeah I, I mean we know for a fact there was a few of the big players already trying to sort of knock on the door anyway um we, we're lucky that we have good relationships with the government and they saw our vision as opposed to just another you know, some big guys coming in and throwing some money around we're actually trying to uh, you know build a, a real uh, economic system there
0: can i ask you a question on a personal note um you mentioned right at the very beginning that this is n- wasn't originally your intention. You got into the the, the business through an AI route. Yep. When you were at school, when you were studying, when you're doing your o-, o levels or A levels, whatever you were doing, did you actually think that this might be where you no. ended up?
1: No, my, my, my hometown's not really. Uh, if you said weed in, in in my hometown, it's it's not uh, it's not really seen as as, as as the same thing I see it as now. um No, I I, I didn't have any envision of of what what we were doing now, and it took me a few career paths to sort of get here as well. So we, we yeah, I, the good thing about cannabis industry is it's so new. That now I'm almost seen as a, I don't want to say expert, but I'm, I'm you know I'm being asked for quotes and, and and interviews like this and and you know I'm I've only been in it a few years really, but it is so new that that's not a big deal. Uh, it's it's it, you know I'm I'm speaking to co-founders of some of the biggest companies in, in the world cannabis companies, and I, I would say i I know just as much as they do. So it's it's uh, yeah it's it's quite strange how we, we got there.
0: I'm genuinely thrilled for you, uh, for you uh, as Melibis, uh, for you changing people's perceptions, for you changing policy, but also for you, Damon Booth. I'm thrilled for you, uh, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna be talking again. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Uh, Please keep us posted with the news, uh, but for now, congratulations. Thank you very much. Well done, and I wish you all the very, very best. Thank you very much.